What's the perfect way to die? Sleep. Machete through the heart. In your sleep. My man's Frost trying to go out like a villain. You're a psychopath. Boring. (laughs) Frost, life is not a movie, bro. Literally, life life is is not. One, life is a movie. Frost, how is a machete going to go through your heart when you're in your basement locked up by yourself (laughs) all the time? Yeah, someone, someone's gonna come through there, right? Mm-hmm. But, but I want to go out like fighting, like we're just, and then, and then you know, one of those moments in a, like a, a movie. Well, if it went through my heart, it wouldn't do this, but like anywhere else in a movie, when like someone defeats the villain, but then like looks down, and then there's like a knife in them, and they're like, oh. and they like collapse, <laughs> like that's so cool. I feel like the person would barge into your house, try and like cut your hair with a machete. Literally, and that's their that's their goal, and then they yeah. accidentally miss. And it goes into your heart. That sounds more accurate. <laughs> if I guys like shot up. <laughs> Dang. I it think be... me and Shamir just played it. What'd you say? Amber? Normal. I said sleep. Oh, you said sleep. Dang, I should have changed my answer then. I didn't hear yeah, you. You both said sleep. Boring. I mean, I'm sorry for not being a psychopath. Amber, Amber dies like four times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I don't, it's kind of scary. I, I wish I slept yeah, and, four and times a day. And right before she dies, she looks like a literal zombie. Yeah, like her her jaw is like all the way to the floor. I have to like mentally reset multiple times a day. But it's like scary though. Like that's fine if you want to reset. But like the way you sleep is scary. Very scary. I don't don't sleep four times a day. (laughs) No, no, no. The way you sleep, like Uh, your mouth open, like okay. There's like like drool coming out. There's never never drool coming out. Let me tell you when these guys saw me sleep. Okay, we were recording the podcast. I remember seeing drool. We were recording the podcast one time, and I fell asleep on the couch sitting up. Okay, and that's why I was. No, no, but this is not the only time. Like you've also fell asleep five other times. Many times have you seen? Oh, on the plane, yo, yo, on the plane one time. I was sitting up again. I know, I know, but like that was one of like I looked over and I was like, (laughs) like. (laughs) Like, I just saw a ghost or something. There was, like, all types of things going on. Like, your mouth is open and exposed to so many things. And you're lucky I didn't, like, throw some, like, m- milk in there. Garbage disposal. <laughs> yeah. Listen. But, no. I don't have anything to say. No. It's it's spooky season. That's why I went with my answer. I was in the mood for uh, machete through the heart. The machete That's, through the heart. Yeah. Got to go Love out it. strong. Pretty crazy answer. Yes, sir. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning into an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shimmer. I'm Faraz. I'm Frankenstein. And I'm Amber. A zombie. Yes. A zombie. <laughs> A zombie. <laughs> and this is the strangest and greatest podcast in the game. And this is also brought to you by Aleph Theory. If you'd like to email us or send us your music, you can send it right at strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. Only send your music if you are. My no. cousin. Oh, if you're a your goblin. Cousin, goblin. Send yeah. send your favorite goblin or ghouls. Um, or music. a cousin of a goblin. Spooky music. We, only spooky music. Only speak, spooky music this month. Spooky. Uh, my, my speech is just not... Pretty, <laughs> so not spooky, to, man. <laughs> spooky. So spooky, man. Skeletons everywhere, man. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you'd like. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even the visual aspect of this podcast on YouTube. I'm wow. currently 
Where am I currently, guys? You're in an Apple commercial. Afterlife. <laughs> Apple oh. commercial. She said afterlife. <laughs> um, both work, honestly. Yeah. And if you're on YouTube, you would understand. But we're not going to describe it. Maybe you're, you're in the purgatory. Actually, I would recommend listening to today's podcast over the video because I, I think it'd be best to see visually what's happening with our guests later, too. So watch it on the computer. Well, visually what's happening with Amber's face. You said you recommend watch, right? Hey, are you making fun of me because I'm no makeup to die? No. Oh. Dang. You just, you just like, don't know what's going on with your face. And it's sometimes <laughs> funny. <laughs> but you can also That's follow true. this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Strange Flavors. And mm. if you'd like to support this podcast, such as our Strange Flavors Town, Bobber's Bagels, and Cassie's Cupcakes, wow. there's a link down below, and you can join Strange Flavors Town. Yeah, wow. yeah. If Sally wants to open a smoothie shop, it's open. Sally smoothies, yo, that'd be bring it through. That'd be hype. And also, guys, we have a little channel called Ronopono, and we have a Patreon with that. Yes, we do. And said so if you'd like to support that, Patreon.com/Ronopono, mm. or we have merch, exciting merch. Uh-oh. And that's New at merch. New merch. New got merch sweaters. for the fall season. Sweaters, hoodies, crewnecks. All we have above. we have the we've had the Pond Hub ones uh, in fall and winter edition. Now we got Intentions Dog in the fall and winter. Super cozy, and they're really cute too. Really cute, and I'm you not just him, saying that. I'm just... calling Bauer cute. Bauer is adorable. Bauer is the cutest out of all of us. Get out of here, Scrappy Doo. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yo, also. We haven't done these uh, reviews in a while. I forgot that you guys leave us some awesome reviews. So if you would like to take the time for just a second and on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can leave some reviews, um, it really helps us out, guys. Um, And it's awesome that we are rated five stars everywhere. So that's all thanks to you guys. Like Um, I say in every episode, strangest and greatest podcast of the game because of you guys. Wow. Because of your reviews. Yeah. I want to read. I want to read our uh, latest reviews uh, because I want to give a shout out to these people. Um, so this is from, not Bobber, which clearly, it's Bobber. Bobber's bagels. Wait, hold on. <laughs> wow, okay, so we found this you. This podcast is single-handedly being run and listened to by Bobber, the executive producer. Um, okay, so he said really good content. I follow their content at Ronopono slash Ronal, so he knows about our second channel. Uh oh. Um, where we put our vlogs. And the podcast is also excellent. I like how they have a variety of episodes from politics to personal matters or other subjects. There's really no missing out. One of the best parts is this podcast is how there are multiple members and often a guest. It is really multifaceted as opposed to a traditional solo or one-on-one podcast. Thank you so much, Bobber. We appreciate all the details about uh, your experience and how you enjoy it. Here's one more. Um, It says, my name is Saad. Okay. Mm. Hi, Saad. I've been working in construction, and since I don't like listening to music in the morning, I listen to your podcast almost every day. You guys are doing a great job, and thank you for making this podcast. Wow. Thank you so much, Saad. Mm. Thank you, Saad. If you listen to a podcast and you want to listen to one every single day, you could listen to one for 124 days in a row. This is true. Yeah. Good job, Amber. Thank you. 125. We're on the, This is the 125th episode now. Okay, well, now you can listen to 125 days in a row. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> So, yeah, guys, just take a minute to, to leave us a review. We really, really appreciate it. It helps us out. Yep. Um, guys, it's spooky season. Spooky season? The spooky. best season. The best season. However, 
Oh, <laughs> Are you gonna go into another rage moment? This is. I mean, it's, you pro- you guys probably won't agree, but honestly, I don't understand the hype of pumpkin picking and pumpkin carving. Yeah, you could just leave now. <laughs> I'm not I gonna. I'm not gonna tolerate pumpkin. I mean, you're, you're a teacher, on, so you're probably on, hold like. On, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. When when else do pumpkins grow? Are they? Do they only come around this season? Like. I will Google while we talk. Because because then it makes sense, right? Like, if pumpkins come around only in the fall time, and you're not gonna see them throughout like the summer and stuff. Yeah. Then. I mean, like, yo, I've I've been on a date before, this, in a past life, and I went pumpkin picking. But it's like for the girl, <laughs> in a you past know. Life. <laughs> it's 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 cute, you know. Like the girl's like, hey, let's go pumpkin picking. Like you pick the perfect pumpkin. You go through like this harvest thing, you know, but I feel like it's just so commercialized. Like, of course. I mean, everything's going to be commercialized. What do you mean? Yes. But like, why? I see. I see your point. But also like, I think there is no point. Wait, Amber, Amber, did you find the answer? Yeah, it's um, uh, late summer to early fall. Okay. So they come around during this time. That's something natural to enjoy. It's not like a made up um thing that pumpkins only exist during just now they they actually do exist just now but also the orange color uh has to do with like halloween and and, and like it's just like exciting seeing it's, that i, I think I, like, it helped know, build our fall color palette and you're being ungrateful okay yeah. i am Those, super ungrateful the green honestly. the browns the oranges like it gave us all the green. colors There's, yeah oh, okay, the leaves yeah, yeah, it comes Sorry. from a plant like Literally, do- that like, creates the color palette for fall, and you're being ungrateful. Why? Why isn't this a thing like outside of the U.S.? Like, maybe they maybe they don't like. Yeah, maybe not everywhere. Like, That's where else true. do they grow pumpkins? I don't know. But like, I mean, why, no, is it, but why isn't there a spooky on. season? Like, you know, I mean, not, now you're talking about like the origins and, of Halloween and stuff. Yeah, That's I don't different. Know. But well, I also don't like pumpkin picking. But it do you like so- pump? Do you like pumpkin eating pumpkin or drinking? Nobody pumpkin? likes no. pumpkin picking. People. Do you just like pumpkin like spice pictures. lattes, Amber? Hold on, I like pumpkin picking. I think it's all about like the ooh, we're going pumpkin picking. Because it's it's more about it's like about oh, about with carbon. family. I'd go blah, blah, blah. anywhere, honestly. We can go like cherry picking. Let's go. Uh, yeah, they're all fun. Picking. They're all fun. But but you know why but they're fun? Not, you know why they're fun though? The act though. You know why they're fun though? Why? It makes it more fun because like there's certain times that you can do it. Like my mom loves picking fruit. We have a lot of farms around us. So she's like, oh, it's cherry season. It's strawberry season. It's apple season. And then when we go, it's like, it's really cool seeing that. But then the thing with pumpkins is that since we were kids, we'd carve them too. And we'd always see like... You carve pumpkins? Yeah, I've carved a bunch of pumpkins. I have some dope do designs. I've carved uh, an owl. Michael Jackson I've carved from wow. Thriller. Yeah, I'll show you guys. It's like, it's so fun. But then also the seeds are really good. The and seeds are delicious. I love pumpkin pie. And also, recently, I tried this drink, which I don't like pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice latte? No, I don't like pumpkin spice latte. But pumpkin spice, or not, not spice, pumpkin, pumpkin cheesecake oh. uh, l- uh, latte from Dunkin'. <laughs> that Pumpkey, was good. Pumpkin cheesecake latte? And it, t- it tastes like a pumpkin cheesecake, like mm. legit. It's really good. I like pumpkin, pumpkin f- I like pumpkin flavoring. I made a whole video when I was like in high school hating on pumpkin spice, but I spent like two hundred dollars buying everything. 
just to buy it and hate on it. But the reality is now that I'm older, like I can appreciate it. It's just like it's the same thing as like pistachios and like uh butterscotch things. It's like it's like okay, like you like gain appreciation for it. Like you don't Okay, like also it. also the pumpkin picking aspect, right? Like yeah. again, where I live, we actually go you were there the one time when we fit yeah. when we filmed the not to brag video. Yeah. Uh like we'll go to farms like that where you actually sit down on a hayride. You have your like your winter like your fall coat, sweaters on and stuff. It's chilly. You go on the hayride, and then especially doing it with kids is a lot of fun. So like we used to go with like a lot of like the kids in our community, or like I went with like my refugee kids and stuff. And like to see them find like the biggest pumpkin that they can hold and bring oh, is, it back. Is that like the reason, or is it just like? So how do you know what's the right pumpkin? I mean, whatever okay, so- one appeals to you. It's yeah, it's it's literally about that. Like usually sometimes people will go for like a big one or like a really round one or just one that looks clean. Sometimes like it's like rotting or something, you don't want that one. They like if I you... like I like uh like a small to medium sized one. Okay. Because and, like, I just think it's cute. Is this I like, like a one with a flat hunt? surface. Mm, at the bottom. Oh, okay, because you want wait, flat surface at the bottom? No well or at, at the bottom the but like but like either on the front or back, so then sometimes like the carving is like even it looks nicer okay and yeah. is this like a scavenger kind of like oh you're going through this hayride and you there's like a bunch of pumpkins are you like what about your pumping that? picking experience did you not like i just don't see the point but like <laughs> like i don't have you have you ever it. carved a pumpkin i've seen people carve in front of me and it does not look exciting you've never all. carved a pumpkin all right i've never par- we'll carved carve we'll carve pumpkins bro i don't want to carve a pumpkin we'll do it for a pono <laughs> video why are you being me right now because <laughs> you need a villain and i don't think today you're on your villain shit so no because because <laughs> halloween like i don't i don't compromise on halloween yeah i'm with i'm with it all the way like yeah. it's so fun like i, I just don't understand like i get it it's like you know cute to like go with friends or like a date or something like Oh, let me get. Th- I never bought a pumpkin. I would like. I don't see why I would ever buy a pumpkin. You don't put them and outside your house. No, we just we have like one that we bought like 15 years ago, and it's like a plastic one that lights up. Look, oh, I don't. I don't go pumpkin. in. I don't go and buy Christmas trees, but I totally see when people take their families to pick one out, and like sometimes people even chop it down and bring it them. It's just like the tradition and it's the tradition. fun of like uh doing this thing together during this time of the year that you don't do at other times of the year i, I, is, I like, will cool say i will say like americans are really cool by doing stuff like that like starting traditions and it's like very weird traditions but like it's cool how they can like help small businesses or whatever i think that's oh like well a- i mean like it's not always sm- like that stuff the farms and stuff that's small business but i agree with you oh, on yeah. the aspect of like the other sort of like capitalist mentality of just like let's Let's just make as much money off of this season as we can. Like, there's okay. So, what would be? Give me an example of what you think is messed up for a company to create that's pumpkin like. What do you mean everything? Why? Like, Like I, I, I think there's a purpose in like, I love getting the pumpkin flavor, um, flavoring in my coffee when it's season for it. Um, I think why not off season? I mean, because they don't have it all year. It doesn't feel right. No, I mean, I ha- so I get I year. get peppermint. That that's like exclusively like they don't put, uh, they put yeah. it in like the December time, but I put it all year. Oh, oh. see, see, I like having the peppermint during. It does hit harder. Cold. It does it, hit harder. It hits different. It hits different, but I I love peppermint anyway, so I have it all year. Interesting. Like like it's like it, having uh cookies and milk, 
like midday like, versus were, at night. It the milk hits yeah. different. Yeah, I guess like I don't like the taste of the pumpkin. The pumpkin orange color is the only thing appealing to me. That's it. It the pumpkin doesn't even look cool. And then like wait the, wait it definitely looks cool. Yeah, it's definitely it doesn't cool look. Cool. It's like a ball sack. Like, fruit or vegetable. Like, <laughs> what kind of ball, ball sack is that? <laughs> it's a ball. It's wrinkly. Like it's a ball sack. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, you might have to get that checked out, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not too sure. It's a ball Okay, well, you, you, all right. I want the I want the um, audience to let us know what you guys I mean, think. Are you with Shamir? No one's going to be not? with me, but if you are with me. I would. Well, I would love to hear other reasoning because I feel like yours is, like, not that great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not. <laughs> you're, just a, you're just a hater. You're just a pumpkin. Yeah, I'm, just a, yeah. I'm just a pumpkin hater. And Fair, I, you're the Skip Bayless of pumpkins. Like, it's fine. <laughs> you just don't like pumpkins. Yeah. I just um, don't understand it. Okay, I want to read this question that someone sent in um, recently. Sabrina, she said, "Hey, I just stumbled upon your YouTube page, and I just wanted, I just wanted, I am a big fan of your podcast." Okay, English. They're keeping me going throughout quarantine. Keep me the, keep up the good work. P.S. Can you make the podcast a weekly thing so I don't have to wait ages for the next one, <laughs> guys? Okay, real quick on that. Um, we've we usually do line it up so that we can do it weekly. Just this past month, like guests have been canceling on us, and yeah. like we've been trying been... to get like the best guests ever. Mm-hmm. Like we almost had Will Smith come on, <laughs> and like he couldn't do it. Um, who do we almost get to? Cardi Shara B. Khan? Cardi B. No, I don't. We know. almost we almost we had uh, Zayn and Gigi talk about their new baby. <laughs> yeah, oh. we actually we actually had the baby almost come on. Oh wow. yeah, the baby Nikki, canceled on us. Nikki was canceled. actually going to come on the podcast, but she gave birth instead. Crickets. Surprise! I'm a I'm a guide mommy. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So Sabrina says, "Question, to me. nobody wants question to for your next me? podcast." Wow, that's disrespectful. Congrats, Zane and Gigi. Um, all right. So <laughs> Sabrina says, "If someone was to make a movie about your life, which actor would play you and why?" Um, I love this question, but we have also answered it multiple times. Have we really? Oh yeah, we. Yeah, I, I think remember. we answered at the and beginning. And I'll, with... I'll, I'll say my answer that I did before, Dev Patel. So, I'll mm-hmm. go with that. Why? What do you mean? You said it was a good answer last time. <laughs> I want I that same. Now. You know, I want you that know, same. You know who? You know who? Shamir. Who would play Shamir? Who? Michael Sarah. <laughs> Yo, that'd be iconic. I would love that. You know who that is, Amber? No. The super bad guy. That's like. She doesn't watch all of these. No. Uh, what else is he from? The um, wait, I've watched Superbad. What else is he's he from? He's a taller the, one. The Jew. There's a tall guy and the fat guy. What's the J movie that he's from? The J movie. Where he gets his girl pregnant or whatever. Oh. Um, you know just, what I'm talking about? Yes, Juno, Juno, Juno. Juno. Oh, is the awkward Juno? guy. Yeah, the awkward guy. Juno, right? He gets a girl pregnant. I oh, think so. Oh, okay, I'm looking at him. Yeah, that's yeah, a good, yeah, you're that's right. a good fit. That's a good fit. Yeah. Okay, Amber, who would it be for you? Um, can you go first? Mm. Let me get um Let me get Rico from Hannah Montana to play me. <laughs> I saw him in in that movie uh Rico? <laughs> the King's The King, King of Staten, Staten Island. Island. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah. I was like, "Rico? What is Rico doing Rico. in here?" Oh, true. I'll get Joe Jonas, Camp, Camp Frost. I mean, Joe Jonas's acting is not that great, so. Yeah. Okay, so we're not going with um, 
It doesn't have to be within our ethnicity. So I'll say either. Uh, if it is, we have to have something brown. Liza Koshi, because she's extra, and I like her. Um, her energy is like way past yours, though. <laughs> like you have a lot. No, no, I'm saying like she, her, she's like whoa has more energy than like <laughs> I think you could play her. Mm, but you she can't me? play me. Cause then she would have to like zombie mode it up a little bit sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. Um, oh, who was but, your other but, one? Um, Saweetie. Amber, like what? <laughs> She's not even an actress. Yeah, but she can. Well, did you not see how she acted in her last TikTok? Wow. What the hell? What kind of podcast? Ten is this? out of ten. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shamir, why are you such a frost today? Uh, I'm just confused. I want to play. I want to play, um, what's his name? Jason Momoa's younger Aquaman version. That would be, like, an amazing dream come true. Like, imagine Aquaman as, like, a teenager. I want to play that. You have to get nice. ripped, dude. <laughs> I'll get ripped. You have to I'll do get Amber's ripped. workouts. No. Come work out with me and my squad. I'm not trying to twerk for, like, six hours. <laughs> Twerk oh. in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> now that's WAP. That's WAP. That is WAP. True. <clears throat> what else, yo? All right, um, guys. Guys. Mm. So this was last podcast, right? Yeah. The end of last podcast. Yeah. I had a long 30-minute story, if you didn't hear it. It's a great story. Um, and long story short, I lost these very precious... Yu-Gi-Oh cards to a very famous YouTuber. They weren't that precious because you were trying to give them up for clout, but okay. I mean, clout means a lot and everything in first grade. He was he was sure. exchanging a, a, the social currency for social currency for a Yu-Gi-Oh mm. card. Fair. Yu-Gi-Oh card was one of the best Yu-Gi-Oh cards. It's like the Charlie's Golden Ticket. Exodia. Ex- and it's called Exodia. So last week, someone, one of our executive producers actually sent oh, yeah. us five pieces of exodia oh wow. snap he got them on deck on wow. deck shout out cassie cassie's are cupcakes. they real i think they're real oh i don't know i've been out of the game i since thought you were first gonna grade. be more confident since then i think answer. i've been out of the game since first, first grade so first of all cassie's a goat Cassie's yeah. a goat so thank you cassie for giving me all five pieces of exodia just even the thought of that is like yeah. wow who does that who does if that? you want to see his uh, true reaction, it'll be on our next vlog. It'll be on our next vlog soon. So thank you so much, Cassie. That's very uh, awesome now, and generous. Okay, of you. okay. Now I got a question for you, buddy. Yeah. Year goes by, two years go by. Cassie's like, "Yo, I need my cards back." What do you do? I'll give them back. How what would you, you feel about that, him? though? Or yeah, what if you would you sell them? What are you gonna do with those cards? Uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna keep them, I guess. <laughs> I'm not gonna give them away. Yeah, but are you sure? So, but how, would you feel a certain way if she asked for them back? No. You would just do it. Fine yeah. with it. Yeah. Okay. 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 I mean, I mean, if he's that way, he better be okay with it. He did that with the other dude. He was like, yo, let me get it back. I just want to see Cassie make her own podcast and then go off on Shamir. And like after Shamir yes. becomes a 
big no. idiot the reason, the reason I the reason I made that this the reason I did that on this podcast was because he gave it away. He gave away the biggest gift I could give somebody at the time. No, mm. you 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 were upset because he gave, he it, gave away it away and he has clout. No, no. Yeah, I, I don't care. If it wasn't, if it I didn't wasn't know a, he had clout. I've been pissed before that. I've been pissed before that. Yeah, but if he wasn't he a Dobre clout. brother, you wouldn't have brought. I it didn't up. know he had clout before that, Amber. Yeah, this but logic you, you is just, it just made it more juicy. Yeah, you wouldn't have brought like, it up oh, on the podcast. Because he's like, oh, it's the same guy. If he wasn't a Dobre brother, I, Amber, I was pissed off ever since. Okay, okay, look, look. To Amber's point, like, what if he was like a poor, like, homeless guy? I'm would still be, pissed. You... <laughs> <laughs> if, I, to, no, if I saw him no. on the street, if I saw him on the street, I would bring up the story again. If he had to like sell that, like to to continue living, he, he just hasn't. I haven't seen his face since then, and so when I saw it on YouTube, I'm like, holy sh- shit! Like, if I was, if I went to the grocery store and I saw him, like at the grocery store, and I'm like, holy crap! I ran into him. I'd bring up the same story. I don't believe it. You. It'd just be more juicier because of the YouTube, because he came across my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He's, look, we're getting him heated again. <laughs> Yo, you got the cards, man. It's, it's not about is good. the cards. Yeah, but but now but now it's time. It's it's your time to like repay. It's about the lesson. I I didn't get a lesson from this. <laughs> the le- the lesson is no no. Here's a lesson. For every shitty person, there's a beautiful person on the other side. Wow, that is beautiful. And Wait, Cass- what was what did you say? For every beautiful person, there's a shitty person on the other side. <laughs> yeah, like Cassie came through, like she's an angel. Oh, I thought for, you were saying oh, I'm dropping those beautiful clothes. person. No, you're not the no. You're yeah. still like, Ca- no. You're Cassie the shitty like, person in this situation. You're the one who's an Indian giver. No, I wasn't. I wasn't talking about Shami. I was talking not about the Dobre bro. Person, Shami. He's who the gave his card away to Cassie, who retrieved oh, them. Oh dang! What if he did? What do you mean? Oh. No, he, like, that he was gave what the I was cards to Cassie. Oh. Yeah, that's what I, I thought you just said. What the heck? That's a whole <laughs> twist. It was meant to be that way. Yeah. He heard the oh, podcast snap. and gave these cards to Cassie. And he was like, hey, give this to Shimmer. Yeah, cause he, like, because he, like, I don't want to because... come across that guy. Yeah. Like, he's so he what, went to one of our sponsors, contacted them, mailed it to her. Amber, maybe, maybe this he is was the like, strangest and greatest podcast in the game. That's true. Maybe he's just humble. So. Maybe he's like, you know what? I don't want the credit for this. Yeah. Let me just give it to. Let me give it to. And now we're taking away Cassie's credit. Cassie, thank you for such a a thoughtful (laughs) (laughs) gift. All right, Amber, do what you were gonna do before we introduce the guest and give us. Okay. Great topic. I'm going to bring it back up because it's the again we need to have a soundboard for this. Let me get get my pillow real quick. Hold on. It's the Cardi Nicky Knees of the Week. Okay. Um, I just threw up three times. <laughs> guys, I am a godmother of either. Okay, you already said that. Okay, but you guys didn't give me the applause that I need, okay? And this is important to our listeners, that I am now a godmother to either a beautiful boy or a beautiful girl. Not sure yet, but our queen, our leader, Nicki Minaj, has had a baby, and I am sure it is beautiful. And uh, let me tell let me tell a Punjabi joke real quick. Okay, Nicki Minaj just had a Nicki Minaj. That's cute. You get it? Yeah, I get it. Like a little Nicki. Nicki. Nicki means small. Oh. So like Nick, like Nicki Minaj had a small Minaj. Okay. If I knew Punjabi. Go on. Well, I need to get my pillow for that joke, okay? 
Anyway. Okay, well, you said it was hilarious, so. Okay, yeah, but I didn't like how you guys My people are gonna people. get that one, man. Okay, um, second thing is, oh, wait, I'm still waiting for my applause. Like, no? Okay, well, we'll just wait till this podcast cuts off. <laughs> <sighs> if any girls want to join this podcast, we're actually accepting applications. The like, requirements what is this, are... What does this do? The, the, listen, I just think that, like, if wait, we I got had... you with the sound effect. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What it does is people know how important it is to me. And if I had somebody to discuss it and be like, oh, my God, like, you think that, like, yeah, like, that baby's going to be, like, a little Nikki. Oh, my God, she's going to come out. Like, so now I'm accepting applications for this podcast. The girl must be interested in Nicki Minaj or Cardi B. You know what? Just, just take it to the day. Just take it to the guest. I'm done. Take it to the guest. Amber's just trying to get guests, like, I mean, uh, gifts like Shamir. So someone sends her, like, some... Oh, oh, yeah. You send send her, like, Mickey merch. Oh, I thought That's people were going to send you a baby. Oh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys. I'm just getting vials of sperm in the mail. Like, no. Ew. Oh, <laughs> what if that was, like, biodata? Like, I'm six Dude, <laughs> what if that's, like, a new way to, like, you just send it and it says, like, the stats on there? <laughs> it has, like, a... I mean, that's me, how like, sperm banks work. System. Yeah, I remember someone told us that. You like, just need to use a turkey baster. Someone, someone actually told us, like, on the podcast, which we had to, like, cut the whole thing out, of how, like, he was a sperm bank baby. And, like, yeah. his dad was, like, like listed oh, as all these yeah. things. Remember? Yeah. That was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's true. so interesting to see how that works. That is really cool. But don't well. test it out on any of our co-hosts, so. Amber might be like, Hold on. He said you're 6'4? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's Lab. not what our P.O. box is for, guys. Yeah. However, you can um, ask for our P.O. box number. Yeah. Our bootleg P.O. box. Bootleg it's still a P.O. box number. Yeah, so if you'd like to send us something like how Cassie did, um, then you can just message us. We got, we also got um, cookies in the mail, and my brother thought they were kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like trying to, I was looking at them for like five minutes. I was like, why would you send kebabs in the mail? And it looked like kebabs. And That's then I like, so I opened them up. And then I was like, these are, cookie- these are cookies, bro. Like, I was I was just thrown off. I was like, hold up, are they kebabs? Like, why some- Try smelling them. No, because in the in the uh, saran wrap, it looked like it could be kebabs. Mm. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, they're kebabs. Like, he was serious. <laughs> Don't send us kebabs. Actually, unless you make really good kebabs. And they're frozen, and you find a way to really, like, preserve them. Yeah. Yeah, you like guys, you got to understand if you send food like you have to properly preserve it otherwise it's like not usable. Yeah. But but thank know. you to everybody who has sent cool stuff. Yeah. All right. Um let's introduce our guest. Okay. Um, our guest, our stranger today is possibly our newest recruit to the team. So mm-hmm. he's got a great visual eye and technical knowledge behind the scenes. He also happens to be a biracial convert with an interesting story of how he came to faith. So we talked to him about vaping, about culture, his current projects, and much more. So enjoy this episode with this week's stranger, Isan Singleton.
that's about all I can do. When did you get into vaping? Um, are we rolling? Yeah. <laughs> the video too? The video too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, back in like, pretty early, like 2013, 2014, I think. Um, I was curious, wanted to try it out, seeing as it was, you know, just flavorings. I wasn't doing any nicotine or anything when I started, but eventually it got to the point where in my life where I was tempted to turn into like cigarettes or alcohol or whatnot. I'm like, you know what? I think this can keep me from. So you started off vape. on the vape. I did. And yeah. uh, it, it's funny because I judge people who start off vape that weren't smokers before. Um, <laughs> but uh, really, like people who do it. I mean, I don't like judging people in general, but I do kind of feel iffy when people pick it up and go, oh, this is cool. Like it, like, because mm -hmm. the majority, I used to work at a couple different vape shops. One most notably was Liberty Vapors up in Ashburn. And while a lot of people view it as, you know, something these dumb kids are doing, mm -hmm. majority really are people who've been smoking 20, 30, 40 years and found something that actually works for them. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Like... You have no idea how many people come in and go, I'm so thankful for this. My doctor, check my lungs out, check my teeth. They're saying, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. And then the stories don't end there. Like you have, <clears throat> I remember, um, this is when back the whole thing when people were dying from vaping, which is a whole long story. Was that real? It's, it's, so it's that not from, happen? it's not from like what I'm vaping on right it's here. from the jewels, right? No, uh, it was from, okay, so you got to remember that this is just a delivery device. What mm -hmm. you're actually inhaling, it depends on what you put in, right? So what I'm vaping on is, it's a mixture of propylene glycol, which is in the air in hospitals when you walk in. It helps keep the air kind of clean. Vegetable glycerin, self-explanatory, and just flavorings, which the industry has done a great job self-regulating, determining what's safe to inhale, what isn't. What all these people were dying from was these black market THC cartridges, and what was killing them specifically was they were cut with vitamin E oil to help thin the oil to make it easier to vape. So but it's like fake stuff. It's like it's not the industry, it, like you're saying. No, he's correct. saying yeah. he's yeah. saying that THC oil is thick. So then they were just thinning. No, it no, out. but like it's not like what right. He's it's on not. It's not something not... you could go into a vape shop and pick up. Right. Like Got this was it. literally like pretty much you could buy these boxes that were labeled Dank Vapes, which wasn't even a real company. It was just for drug dealers that put their stuff in and you know mm -hmm. so they don't get caught um but the vitamin e oil if you you know if you ingest it it's fine you rub it on your skin that's fine but if you inhale it that shit's toxic Got so it. that's what was killing these kids but the problem is if you're some 15 16 year old are you gonna tell are you gonna tell your parents that you were caught you know trying to smoke weed or thc no so mm -hmm. they said they were getting it from their friends who bought the jewels and whatnot mm -hmm. and then you have a bunch of small business owners that suffered from it. Fun fact, if but, you go to the CDC right now, they explain that all the deaths were related from the vitamin E oil and the THC cartridges, but hmm. I mean, who but wants But you to get like the like the how the funny sort of angle of it, right? Like with the stereotypical like vapor vape what do you call it? Oh, Vapors, oh the vapists. some people like say the, vapists. like the like the vape fuckboys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Like I, I run in I run into a couple. Like when Would you, see you those consider videos, yourself that? No, because no, <laughs> there are some people that are like, uh, "Oh, you vape, bro? What Subaru do you drive?" Like that. Yeah, that's not too, that's... That's not too far from the actual um, stereotype of it. Because you had, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, 
I supported the whole people like wearing vape gear, their different vape juice and whatever companies, because mm-hmm. um, despite like most of these devices were big manufactured in China, but a lot of the juices, the shops were all small business. So from that standpoint, you know, to be supportive of that was, and it used to be big back in 2014, like shop, like employees from one shop would hang out in another shop. Like it was this whole, especially here in the Northern Virginia area. But um, for whatever reason that died down because business is business. And then people mix business with drama and personal and whatever. But I mean, do you think like jeweling has like kind of tarnished the vaping realm? Absolutely. Because Jewel, one, when it first came out, it was fully owned by a company called Pax, which is notoriously known for weed vapes mm. um, and wax pens and stuff like that. Uh, but one thing that didn't sit right with me was, like, it was cool because it catered. So a lot of those e-cigarettes that you'd find at, like, 7-Elevens, gas stations, all that, those were all made by tobacco companies okay. to give it a bad taste so that people who try to go into vaping would have a bad experience and go back to smoking cigarettes. Oh. Juul, we realized, okay, this is a vape company. They're putting a bunch of... Well, there was one extra thing they were do, putting in. Sodium benzoate, which is a preservative and causes sore throat. Why they put that in there? I mean, if their market was to get into convenience stores and whatnot, I guess. But now... Uh, I forget, is it... Altria, who owns either... Philip Morris or R.J. Reynolds. Ultra is this big multi-corporation. They own one of the big tobacco companies, and they actually bought a piece of Juul. So Juul is now owned by Big Tobacco, which most people who run vape shops are... Well, some people still sell Juul, but me, I'm just like... I wouldn't buy that if... I wouldn't suggest anyone buy that if they were vaping. I'd rather... So if if I want to get my dad, who smokes a lot of cigarettes, out of that, I should give him a vape, not a Juul. Yeah, because Juul, as far as I know, cheap ingredients are put in there. Mm-hmm. It's not the most quality. Um, <clears throat> and there are plenty other devices that are like the Juul that are very similar to smoking an actual cigarette. Also with, uh, vape, you... uh, also with vape, you have like more customization, right? Because the uh, Juul cartridges, they have like a specific amount of nicotine, and it's pretty high, right? But I think well, what's, with... funny, what's funny is... well. The level on the Juul cartridges are much higher, but the reason for that is because um, you're getting less vapor. Like, for example, I'm vaping what's a three milligram. I think the ratio is like three mil, like three milligrams every milliliter, something like that. Pretty much a ratio throughout the fluid, right? If I was hitting the same liquid in here in a Juul, I wouldn't be getting as much nicotine in my system because it's such a small amount compared to, you know... Something like that, (laughs) right? Um, So that's why the milligram is either like 25 or 50 for those little tiny cartridges. Yeah, I just want to see my dad vaping. Like, I think I might do that. That'd be so funny. You know what's funny about that? Um, Because I I used to get into, believe it or not, those cloud competitions. People are competing. Wait, wait, what's a cloud competition? You you line up back to back with somebody, you compete who has the biggest and longest cloud. And believe it or not, there was a competitive part to it um, because not only is it producing smoke, but then you have to worry about how far it travels. Now, the harder you blow, the more the uh, the plume is what we call it goes sideways. But you wanted it to go forward, so some people would do this thing where 
they would blow, and then after most of the vapor is out, they would lower their heads to blow underneath to keep it going. Isn't um, it funny that like you would strategy. have to have, like, the yeah. strongest, lo- whoever has the strongest lungs would, like, essentially win, it, but doesn't vaping, not, like, No, not Amber, that's what he technique. just said. There's a strategy. It's technique, yeah. It's not about, well, I mean, that does help. All, but yeah, you would need to blow it out, too, like, strongly. No, no, that, that's what I'm saying. It's not that. It's like actually, like once you blow out the plume, you would need to blow underneath it to carry it. What did you call like, it? Like there's, there's the plume. It's it? like the, it's an actual plume. term, plume. Believe it or not. Um, do you like sign up or like you, you got you like you so text a lot of so or? some some shops would hold competitions. Uh, you oh, know, okay, okay. Like grand openings and stuff. Someone actually holds competitive stuff, mm. but and then at big conventions like vape conventions they'd hold them uh and just right. like any other sport really win? huh what if would you uh, win? sometimes like it was like a cash prize of 500 bucks sometimes it was like Dang. a bunch of free juice like I, I know i know i know a guy who paid rent for six months going to vape competition Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Was, was there it, like a guy who was like yo that's the best vapist <clears throat> in north america <laughs> um there actually were some people in like, <laughs> like here in Virginia where it's like we're known for cloud competitions and tricks there were trick competitions too dang that's, that's crazy, crazy. Um, isn't yeah. it isn't it insane how there's like these entire worlds that we just like don't know about yeah, yeah. but unfortunately that's that so didn't cool. um it didn't really keep going that the whole competition scene because <clears throat> well like any sport you know like there were sponsors like juice companies would put money mm-hmm. in they'd put their product in but then they realized that people going to these competitions weren't people watching and who became customers there were just people uh, wanting free shit hmm. and okay. all of a sudden the company stopped sponsoring the cloud competition the trick competition because there was no point to it you know hmm. like if you put an ad on the super bowl you're getting your return on investment guaranteed you know sure um, but this because because there was no return on investment they went okay this isn't really what we hoped it was going to be yeah. But, yeah now we know somebody who can uh get us in the vape community <laughs> if we ever want to try drop vape knowledge on us so that's great um yeah guys uh if if um you missed the intro for whatever reason uh we're sitting down with isan right now um we met him through amber actually uh they worked on a show together um but basically isan might be working with us in the future this is we just wanted to uh get his story first of all and hear more about him on the podcast we thought it might be a fun idea so here he is and he has like a super cool background and i was like it would be so nice to hear what you got going on and for our listeners to kind of get you know used to somebody who might be around us some more yeah oh i thought you literally meant his background (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) that sounds cool too because only you would think that because you switch up your background i'm I'm doing i'm doing the shameless plug right now with with my brands and uh dark visors um Ah. you want you want me just go in right like with whatever or well, we'll go. We'll go by like what you gave us, but um, yeah, from the background, it's like you could see he's into all the uh, the tech and music and you know filming. He's actually got a proper setup for the podcast, um, so it's it's nice to see that. Um, mm-hmm. And that's essentially what like we would want him um, doing with us. So that that's that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go in right off the bat with uh, what you gave us first, which is that you actually converted. Um, mm-hmm. to Islam at the age of 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does that even, how does one even do that at the age of, I mean, I don't know a lot of yeah. people that did it at 15. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, 
uh, funny. I was one of two Korean people from the same high school that converted. Um, oh. And 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 that's a story I'll get into later. But like literally, like several times over the years, when I heard of another Korean Muslim convert, it happened to be this one brother. <laughs> so. That's Wait, so there was fun. two Korean kids at the school, and you both converted. Yeah. Mm, uh, wow. Not at the same okay. time. He he converted like a while back. I think he graduated my freshman year. Did you know, know him? Um, uh, I met him from time to time. He was actually on my bus, lived in my neighborhood for a bit. Uh, okay, so right like now. he didn't influence you. Nah, nah. Okay. I, I I met him after the fact. Uh, Got it. Oh, wow. But Got basically, it. I learned through um, it was freshman year, like you know, world history. They're teaching all the different religions and whatnot. You know, oh, same God as Christianity and Judaism. I what was kind of more. What were you before? Uh, Christian, leaning towards agnostic at the time because, okay. like, my mom went to church, but she and I didn't get along that well growing up. Still don't. Um, so, at a young age, there was just a lot of trauma to deal with from her, and in my mind, I was like, how could, you know, someone doing this, uh, act this way? And of course, that was my thought process there. Now sure. it's a lot different. But basically, I was more agnostic at the time. Um, also, because excuse me, um, there were I, so while we were learning about the different religions, a lot of non-religious students around high school were talking about how Islam made the most sense to them. And then I just had there just happened to be a couple, a few brothers on the bus. This one very religious. He liked getting into debates, this and that. And I listened to some of the stuff that he said. And he, of course, led me to a, cu- a couple cliche f- flaws in Christianity that people always tend to go to uh, regarding <clears throat> whether Jesus is the son or claimed he was God, this and that. Uh, but he kind of introduced me to the faith. But then I eventually, you know, reading some of the Quran, watching videos on YouTube, interacting with other Muslims and then applying my own questioning to it. Uh, I just kept studying and studying. I ended up fasting for Ramadan and quit eating pork before I even converted. So you were, uh, you weren't essentially like oh all best friends with like Muslims and stuff, and you, it was more so like you went literally from like yeah. learning about it in class and then asking others about it. It was yeah, like, like um, the one brother, I, the one brother I talked to, him, his brother, his family, they lived down the street from me. Um, and I'd be over, you know, often a lot of the time. Uh, so it, it was a Pakistani family, actually. So like half the time I came over, if uh, if they were cooking halim, I'd I'd, I'd ask uh, the brother's mom, like, yeah, like, would I be able to get some? She's like, I already got your container packed up. You're some non like, good to go. I'm like, shoot, awesome. okay. And um, but yeah, they they took me to the masjid shirley gate masjid in virginia uh, a few times and then it's my sophomore year uh actually it was april 2nd 2010 that's when i converted so when i told people about it the day before nobody believed me they thought it was an april fool's joke oh. so you're muslim for a decade oh yeah yeah wow dang mashallah okay real quick by the way this is not the reason that we want to recruit him to the team just so everybody knows, <laughs> this is something that Amber actually told yeah. us afterwards. I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. That's an interesting story. But yeah. we do not only just take Muslims. <laughs> we want to cool. recruit him because of his talents. But then we're like, oh, you have a story. How about you come yeah. on Strange Layers itself and see what's happening? Yeah. Bro, that like in high school, 
I didn't know anybody around me that was talking about that. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, like that's I I live around a pretty diverse amount of people, and uh-huh. like even our religious class, like no one looked at Islam at least. Like that. we never had a religious class. Like we had like no, a c- couple history. days world yeah. history, yeah, but it was like history. a couple days. Mm-hmm. Like we would learn a people would learn about Islam, and then like people would make jokes. We didn't and have stuff. that at all. No. <laughs> no, you you definitely did because it's a part no, of the, we it's never, a part of the we curriculum. Never talk, like it's when only, we talked it's about only empires, like two or three days. It's only dang, like two Frost or three days. doesn't remember. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> that's okay, that <laughs> is in itself is a privilege. Like I remember that day very clearly because I remember sinking in my seat a little deeper. We, you know, you know, we go to completely different like yeah, it could have been the different school systems, counties that like. I they, mean, I believe that he 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 go, he lives around like a very white area, so. As far as I knew, I can see how like like when I was in grade school, like I celebrated Christmas and all of that. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like people would ask. So it's just everybody's the same. Like there's yeah. not. Faraz's teacher was probably like saw the Islam section was probably like skip. Nah. And then <laughs> <laughs> not important. Yeah, but that's crazy. Like it, like how in depth you were going about it. Yeah, and at that young age, like yeah, I think a lot of people can't think that deeply. What was, like, the reaction of, like, your family members around you and stuff as you're going through this? The first thing, the fir- well, my dad apparently didn't care, but then he, he was kind of an idiot, and he read that, uh, um, I shouldn't be calling him an idiot, he passed a few years ago, but he, he was acting like an idiot at the time. Um, he read in an article some radicalized Muslim some white guy who became Muslim became radicalized and he met a bunch of radicals who were playing video games. I was playing a lot of video games <laughs> and he just yeah. made the assumption and then legit thought I was playing with radicals. I'm like, you can't say that because then, thankfully I didn't get nabbed in the middle of the night by like Homeland Security or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, plus, you know, with everything in the monitoring, they saw everything I was posting was anti-terrorism and, you know, Muslims are good people, stuff like that. My mom, her first words to me were, oh, fun fact, even though my dad thought that stuff, he still wrote me a note to, like, not be in school during Eid and didn't tell my mom about it. Oh, wow. Because mo- when oh, I was studying, my mom said, I'll, I'll kick you out if you become Muslim. I'm like, okay. Finally, one day after an argument, I was like, you know what? I already converted X amount of months ago. And she's like, and the first thing she said was, don't go blowing anybody up. Mm. My friends at school all... We're cool about it. They're like, oh shoot, you're actually like making your own decision, both religious and non-religious. But anyway, so that day I like went to the bus stop and then as the bus came, I walked like around the neighborhood. So my mom think I went to school. Oh. And then uh, and then I went to the, the one brother's house and we all went to eat together. Um, mm. So that was dope. But uh, my mom eventually uh, saw how it how I grew and it, it molded me as a person. And eventually she came to accept it. She actually ended up donating to an Islamic organization, uh, make space that I used to volunteer for back in the day. Wow. Like, uh, and it's very weird how it happened. Cause in our little, cause I was part of like the volunteer group organizing a lot of things. I did some video editing. I helped run their sound during the prayers and whatnot. Um, and one one sister's mother made these tote bags out of these different fabrics and uh, and mm-hmm. wanted to sell them like 10 bucks 20 10 20 bucks a piece you know to raise money for make space at one of the holocaust 
And I showed the picture to my mom, and I'm like, hey, do any of these tote bags interest you? She's like, no, I have plenty of them. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she's like, she asked me late, like a, a moment past, she's like, wait, why do you ask? I said, oh, at MakeSpace. She knew what MakeSpace was, what I did for them and all that. Because um, I went, I did a lot of like feeding the homeless events and this and this. So I guess those things were, or what appealed to her. Uh, ironically, she would be like, well, why can't you do that for the church? I'm like, why can't you just let me help the community the way that I like to? But uh, no, nah, he, uh, I, I said, I said, you know, they're for MakeSpace. The sisters were the making them, yada, yada, yada. And she's like, oh. Okay, hands me some cash and says I'll buy one. And I'm like, yo. Oh, wow. What, <laughs> what just happened right now? Right. Like, you used to, t- like, her, she went from don't go blowing anybody up to donating money mm-hmm. to an Islamic organization. Yeah. Wow. How is she so, now? Let's go. I mean, it doesn't really come up in conversation. Like, she know actually, um, during one Ramadan when I was going to all the Tadawi prayers at MakeSpace, Every night I came home late after the prayers, she'd have like, like bulgogi and broccoli and like different whatever oh, different so food sweet. like wait like waiting for me. I just pop it in the microwave, quickly eat, and then. That's really sweet. Yeah. That is really sweet. Is it often as a convert? Do like people kind of like look down upon you just the way you look, or finding out that you're a convert and you might not know as much, or? It's. I can't say much for sure, because mostly people first go like, Oh, that's so great, mashallah, mashallah, mashallah. But, like, um, I did run into this at MakeSpace. Now, going to MakeSpace is great, is phenomenal, but on but behind the scenes on the volunteer level, some people had this disconnect me, and I can never figure out why. I don't know if, if I was... Because the group was primarily Afghan. I don't know if it's because I was a convert, because I was Afghan... Um, not saying that it was either of those, but I actually did run into a few. I clashed heads with some few people that were just doing some shady things. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of the older older folks were, um, they were happy to have me around. A, a lot of them were like, mm-hmm. "Yo, you, you want to? We'll, we'll talk to this sister for you. Or I think you go with this sister." That whole thing, and um, but it was really just from a huge select of individuals. I don't think it even got to that level. I think it was the whole typical, um. That whole alpha male type thing where it's like, yeah, oh, this dude thinks he knows everything. He's trying to do this, 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 and this. And I'm sitting here going, I'm just trying to help out where I can. Um, yeah. yeah. It is what it is. You well, know? Uh, well, I want to ask you, um, how did you come to your name? Did you guys already talk about that or no? Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. Um, so legit, you were formerly, I, you were Cody, right? Yeah. And Cody. then Cody to uh, Isan. How did that I work looked, out? I looked up, uh, I literally Googled Muslim names. Uh, and Muslim name generator. <laughs> but uh, I was I was looking at the descriptions, and um, and I saw the description beneficent, charitable, giving. And I went, that's wow. someone who I try to be. So Ehsan, okay, that sounds great. Cool, I'll pick that. And then, later, and then I hear Ehsan being said whenever, like, the Quran's being recited, or... You know, at the masjid, and then and then later I hear it actually means a lot more. It means like godlike and magnificent. I'm just like, okay, those are some pretty shoot shoes to fill. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I mean, I I kind of see the meaning as just beneficent. I try to live. Does that, anyone you know. still call you Cody at all, or no? Oh, uh, my mom still does. Family still does. If so, if I run into someone who knew me a lot before I converted, or just you know, I in. 
I don't really mind, you know, mm-hmm. like family friends who like I, I don't mind, but anyone like, I'm me moving forward, I'm like, yo, my name's Asan. I've I've had some people in high school literally refused to call me Asan just to be a dick, because mm-hmm. they knew that my parents wouldn't let me change it legally, which I still haven't yet done, because uh, a mentor of mine suggested, um, hey. You probably should wait because you don't want the TSA, you know, getting all friendly oh, with you true. at the airport. Um, but recently, I've heard they've been airports have been a lot more welcoming, especially towards brown people or anyone who's Muslim, just to avoid a lawsuit. I uh, I haven't mm. gotten stopped in the last two three years, and I used to get stopped every time. So yeah. I I, I, keep I, getting I, I can believe that. Still, what, what, yeah. what's funny? Like every every time I've been to Dulles International. Wow. Uh, not the TSA. The TSA is like the most diverse group people I've ever seen. But all like the just the airport security itself mm-hmm. are all like Somalians. Mm. True. Like I all uh, like uh, mo- most of the sisters are you, you seen wearing hijabs, but they're all they're all Somalians. So I'm just like, oh shoot, okay. Mm. Yeah. And but so, do, but do I say salam in the airport though? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you like want your family members to call you a son, or are you okay with the people who like? From before, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer, but you know, when they've known me since I was, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm not that stressed over it. Sure. If they if they sense. do call me a son at a certain point, great. If not, I'm like, I'm not gonna worry about it. You gotta Is pull it? A, the people that um that do it just to bother you that that that'll ignore it going forward. You gotta pull Muhammad Ali and just grab him by the shirt and be like, <laughs> call me by my name. What's my name? <laughs> oh my god. Also, um. You're biracial, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh um long story short, I'm half white, half uh Korean. How much are you into Korean culture? Like what's going on? Like over the there? traditional the t- that's still going. The traditional stuff is fun. Like I used to watch a lot of the historical K-dramas, the Korean dramas. Okay. Um it was kind of cool seeing. I know some people may not agree with me, but basically Korean's history is being China and Japan's bitch over the years. Oh my god. Damn. Oh my that, that, that's why like that no. But that's why a lot of Koreans you run into are pretty strict, sometimes even racist, just because the country itself has been through so much shit um back and forth, you know, over the year over the centuries. Like their their culture is literally off almost because you know they were always in, like taken over by China, taken over by Japan. That's why <clears throat> a lot of Korean food places are they might have like a Japanese food section. Well, they don't really do this anymore, but so, they used to do this where I grew up knowing it as a Korean dish, but apparently it was originally Japanese and we put our own style. Like, for example, sweet and sour chicken or sweet and sour pork. That's you know, a lot of people see that at Chinese restaurants, but then when you go to a Korean place, it's like brought up to another level. Okay. Um, so what are the sort of like things that make Korean culture unique apart from Chinese and Japanese? Uh, I feel like it's definitely evolved. Like I've heard more about Korean culture and seen more I see pride the food. in... Huh? Like the food's very popular. The, and the food is more unique. than Entertainment wise too. Yeah. Yeah. That too, because um, K-pop, for example, um, yeah. like, and that spans pop and hip hop. Like, if if you if you tell me to talk hip hop, period, the hip hop scene in Korea is like on another level mm. in terms of the atmosphere and how supportive it is. Like, yeah. they have TV, they have like regular triple A TV shows on hip hop and like all these contests and whatnot. Um, mm. 
but but in regards to K-pop, like the music videos, the sound, like they have to shit down to a science. Right. Like it, it's, it's crazy. like factory made almost. Mm-hmm. And um, like you like like some of the best music videos I've ever seen came mm-hmm. out of K-pop. True. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. I see those at restaurants. And I'm like, why are these not like why are these not have more hype? And, but it's crazy, like, uh, but now the crazy on the social trend, it's weird. Like, you have a lot of people that hate tattoos over there. Like, parents will disown their kids for wanting tattoos, but when when their daughter like graduates from high school, their their graduation present is here's some money to go get some plastic surgery so you can look like a K-pop star. Whoa! Wow! Wait, yeah. What what type of surgery do they usually get? Like like just what I guess stuff to help the nose. Out. Like literally just. Plastic surgery to make their face look more visually appealing. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Like a nose job, yeah. you know, changing the eye shape, like just whatever. Um, Do they not think that, like, their origin of beauty is, like, mm-mm. pretty or something? Koreans are very judgmental. Mm. If you well, ugly, it can you also ugly. be It can also be a cultural sort of norm, too, right? Like, I know... Um, yeah having colombian friends that like they'll um it's part of their culture that they just get surgeries like uh nose for, jobs like um, a lot of body yeah, that's, stuff that is yeah. the cultural norm on like for koreans is mm. yeah i heard japan also has a lot of that stuff too mm-hmm. oh also the <clears throat> eyelid surgery too i know that's popular too yeah the monolid and and this is for both men and women mm. that's really you, you see how you see like in Korea, like Korea used to be, I mean, I guess it depends on which area you go and what circle friends you are. But it used to, like masculinity used to be drinking and smoking. Like you weren't a man until you like had a cigarette and had some soju with with the boys, mm. you know. But now mm. it's like, especially with the younger crowd, being masculine is the whole pretty boy type look and and all that. Um, That's so interesting. That that will that will act all like hard and tough on the music video, but then when they're in the interview, they're like, <laughs> "Hi guys." <laughs> But then on the video, they're like all, you, you know, like a total person. Tell us about, uh, you know, you've had your shirt on that says Dark Visors and, and on your screen yeah. back there. What are you currently mm-hmm. working on? So, uh, well, one thing, Dark Visors, it's actually a um, darkvisors.com, shameless plug. Um, it's a docu-series on the recruitment process on American football. So we've actually interviewed... Uh, a bunch of college players, uh, several former NFL players about the whole process, their experience from playing in grade school to being, you know, recruited into college and that whole process, you know, being recruited and then training and whatnot, uh, different. And of course, the experience varied from who went to what team and then getting drafted into the NFL. Mm. And then from there, you know, a lot of them are giving advice, you know, don't do this, make sure this like we have some juicy it seems like it has like a dark tone is that right um not really i mean that's the so just from the website the trailer it it looks like oh you're looking at it right now so yeah yeah, i mean it is it is it is serious because we're dropping some heavy knowledge like one of the things on our instagram uh i think i forgot who off the top of my head he he said like you know when you're looking for a college don't talk to you know the people that they sent to the nfl talk to the people who didn't go to the NFL and what the mm. college did for them after the fact, like stuff like that. Um, you know, 
some people drop knowledge that like it's a game but it's a business you got to learn to market yourself it's not about hey can you throw a ball fast it's uh can you market can you be a good businessman because that's what you what you become whether you like it or not um that's fact when you do projects like this how important is it for you to like have an actual sort of interest in the subject i mean that's really important because i mean don't get me wrong i'm not um i'm not the biggest sports head Sure. But that actually plays a big, and they've, they've said this to me too, the rest of the team, that plays a big part because if something, like if, if you know, because they're all football heads, a lot of them, you know, they, yeah. like one of the guys actually, I think, played in the NFL for a very short time, and, uh, but then because of an injury, had to back out. Then you have the two guys who uh, played in high school, and then you have me, I didn't play football professionally, I watched maybe the Steelers game if it's on while I'm not busy. So if all four of us can like are kind of required for our material to be done before we put it out, because you know we want to get the interest of people who um, aren't that familiar as well, so that yeah. you know they'd be like, oh, I want to watch this. But back to your question, like absolutely, because I've done video projects where I'm just like, yeah, this is cool, you know, I'm making a good video, but um, at, at the end of the day, I was just wanting it to be over with. Hmm. Yeah. You know, um, we've been there before. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm still okay with working on projects, even though I don't have that much of an interest, which is should be important for anyone doing any type of work of art because that shows how versatile you can be, you know. Yeah, um, I think it's I think it's also really good that like the point you bring up about you know it's good that you're not like the biggest football or or sports head um, mm-hmm. because sometimes it's like you're watching something like. Um, I'm a I'm a huge Ravens fan. I watch like you know all the games and stuff, and um, I'm really zoned in to what's going on in the game. But then sometimes you have this moment where you're like, wait, what's going on here? Like this happened recently, where you know obviously like all this um, the um, Black Lives uh, Matter movement was going on, and you know there's uh, athletes fighting for uh, social justice and um, racial equality, and then you have this moment where like all these fans are watching the game constantly and are fans of these players but then as soon as they do something um which i think it was the chiefs and uh the texans that were playing each other and they decided to lock arms to show unity Mm -hmm. not even like neil or anything like that they were getting booed at by all the fans that are supposed to be supporting them and that that go crazy for them and it was like that was one of those moments where I like stepped back as like a football fan and I was like, whoa, this is weird. This is like a, they're like in a zoo and hmm. like the whole um, title of owner just rings differently at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you're looking at it in this, in this vision. So it's like when you're in that role of, you know, you're not the biggest sort of football guy uh, or sports guy and you're making this. Uh, especially a documentary, a serious documentary, then all the people that aren't involved in that sort of um, scene are going to have a different perspective and might look at it in ways that might be different than a than a fan um, or someone yeah. who's used to that sort of lineup. Well, you, you also have to remember, like my when you talk about my interest in the project, it's I'm I'm very process oriented. Like uh, if you look at all the different jobs I've did, from commercial printing to IT to video to um uh being an auto mechanic of all things like i whatever the process is whether it's a machine whether it's a computer whether it's a car whether it's a political or economical system you give me 10 minutes i may not know the name of everything but i'll tell you 
front to back how it works. So that one is a big thing for me, like seeing what it takes for someone to go through. But also, like what we're doing is actually providing uh, an opportunity for people who want to go professional, you know. Um, mm. So they see all the ins and outs. They know what not to do. They know what to look for when finding an agent to market them. They know what, uh, you know, what, what, what different colleges look for, what the pros look for. And this helps the youth. I mean, this really is a sort of youth outreach. Like, you know, we're providing almost a handbook. Like, how, like here's people who've done it. People who've done it years ago. People who've done it recently. Um, so, you know, and, and I'm very, like, that's one of, you know, another passion of mine is just helping helping the youth like always giving back to the community right and i'm, fe- I'm feeling like we can do this yeah. a lot as well because we're, we're documenting all this and we're putting it out there so you know there might be some some guy who's going to be the next i don't know uh next uh roethlisberger who does it who might just need no. that little extra info no not roethlisberger <laughs> What? Lamar. Lamar? Let's All go right, with Tom right. Brady. Let's go with anybody but Roethlisberger. I like Roethlisberger, man. Hey, like he, he's... Dude, We he's hate the like, Steelers over here, bro. We uh, hate the Steelers. Uh, mm, no. I, oh, God. Dude, hey, you, hey, you can't deny that whenever he throws, he's like, I know I'm going to get tackled, but let me just get this pass in. Throws it. You know? He, he, like, yeah, he just he looks like, a, da- like a like a floating dad bod. Just <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh like Tom, Tom, Tom Brady sure um but yeah like they might just need the extra info from you know all these different people and then that's what takes them into the league yeah you no know? when I is mean, the when is the project coming out um when is it coming out I believe by the end of this year we're, we're working hard on uh okay you know I mean the COVID obviously you know delayed things for everybody uh but you know We've done a lot of filming. We're still doing a lot of editing. But, I mean, the site's yeah. up to give more info. Darkvisors.com, you're already looking at that. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Before we get out of here, there's one um, last question that we ask every guest on the podcast. Shamir, you want to ask him? If you could describe yourself in any flavor, what would it be and why? Oh, tell me about this. I should have thought of it. I can't even... A flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Just any flavor. I'll say mint chocolate chip, because okay. that's like a lot of you know. I probably use it either like either that or like moose tracks or something. A lot of things, but mint chocolate chip apparently is controversial to some people, because some people think chocolate and mint don't go well together. But like, I'm a lot of things put together. Like you wouldn't expect a half Asian to be a Muslim convert that primarily listens to hip hop music and whose favorite comedian is Paul Mooney who plays video games mm. uh and like i'm if you go like it, like some birthdays like like i try to have birthday parties at my house and invite all my friends because it's a giant melting pot because you got like rappers poets theater geeks um you know uh guys who live in the sticks with like lifted up trucks like all these different people uh mm. Because I'm, I'm just cool with everyone. Um, I'd say that. Yeah, that'd be it. So controversial, but you think it goes well together. Yeah. <laughs> That's like dope. It. That's perfect for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll link up uh, everything that you're, you're currently working on uh, in the bio. Um, and if people want to follow you anywhere, what should they, what should they go to? That'd be at DJ underscore Rend 
on Instagram. That's my personal Instagram. Sweet. Uh, and then Rendography and Rendivision on, on Instagram as well. And, of course, darkrises.com. Cool. Mm, awesome. We'll link it up. Find it in the description. Um, we appreciate you, Hassan, coming on here. Look forward to uh, talking to you more, working together. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on here. Of Thanks, course. Thanks, Hassan. Mm-hmm. And for everybody listening, thank you for listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time. Lost like Tokyo. Oh,